Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 90 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money, tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration around your business and money. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. In past episodes, we spoke about how to understand the numbers from your business, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds, what determines how close you are to complete financial choice, and how to run your business without being in your business. Last week, we had one of my friends, Rob Goyette, speaking about how to grow a coaching business with laser coaching and automated webinars. And today we have as our guest, Dr. Saida Desolais. And this will be a little bit of a departure for us, uh, except from the standpoint that, how do I phrase it? The better, I've known Saida for six years. We originally met in a course and we've been accountability buddies for about six years. The point is, she's working to create a world filled with audacious, sexually sovereign people living life on their own terms. She's a TEDx speaker, researcher, counterculture creator, a body philosopher, and author. Her work has touched the lives of millions globally, and her innovative approach to psychosexuality, desire, and pleasure invites both the public and professionals to better understand the importance of accessing their erotic genius, and it has been medically endorsed. So the departure is, you're wondering, how does that fit with business? Well, I admire powerful women. Saida is a powerful woman business owner, and she knows other powerful women and business owners. So I think for anyone in the audience, this is going to be a fun conversation. So Saida, welcome to the program. Oh my God, it's so wonderful to be here. And I think it's so funny that you talked about this podcast for like a long time with me. We've never done this. <laughs> yeah, well, I am a slow thinker. So, you know, you've got to excuse that. But let, let's talk about why you do what you do. I have a deep love of human beings, of people. And one of the things that impacts all of our lives is, is relationship, you know, how we relate to people and the primary relationship with our own body. Now, if we're in love relationships, which a lot of us are, having a healthy, intimate life is going to make or break the success of that relationship. And when someone is happy that way, it actually fuels everything in their life. And they tend to do a lot better also in their business. So it's even though we don't like to talk about sexuality, we don't like to talk about intimacy. At the foundation, you could have all the success and all the money. But if you don't have that connection, you're also feeling like you're not successful. So it's part of the mix. And I'm really happy to be talking about it. Thank you, Sayeda. Thank you also for tying it into how it fits with business. Because you're right. If your home life is miserable your business isn't going to be that much fun either. So no. thank you. Um, well, one of the questions I always ask my guests, and I try to lead by example, is I donate 100% of the profits from the work I do to charity. Tell me if there's a charity that you support or a cause that you support and what they do. 
Yeah, so I, a few years ago, uh, came across a charity called World Pulse. And what they do is they empower women from very poor communities like in Pakistan, India, and other areas where these women are, have no education and they have no way, no financial means to actually change their life. So this organization literally goes in, gives them uh, training like tech training, provides what they need and supports them to grow a, a business and grow financially. And because that one woman gets empowered, they calculated she impacts the lives of about 2,000 people. So it's, it's an incredible impact just to leverage that one person. And I think 30, a donation of $30 goes an incredibly long way to support um, women learning, growing, and building their own business. So what I like about it is that they see people as powerful. They're not looking as, uh, as these people in these situations as victims. And then they're giving them the tools instead of giving them fish, they're teaching them how to fish, supporting the women. And so because the majority of my work is around supporting women, then I always tell the privileged women, you're paying it forward because my company will be giving a percentage of what we're making here today to this organization who then leverages it to really help and make a difference in the world. Fabulous. Yeah, and I know that does make a huge difference. A little bit of money goes a long way in those those communities. So you, you kind of touched on the people you serve being women. Do you have more than one target market? And if so, you know, who are you targeting as clients? Yeah, I, I have several target markets. One is uh, more the general public, the curious woman. Actually, now I'm also starting to target men, but the majority of my platform has been dedicated to women and just women who are interested in improving their intimate life, improving their relational dynamics, but also improving their own well-being, especially when it comes to female health issues. And then the second target market are professionals. So I actually train medical doctors, gynecologists, health professionals, psychologists, counselors, you name it, anyone who's doing a pro even a business women on how to have these conversations. Because since the Me Too movement, usually what happens if you're a boss or you're in a work environment, you're the first responder to, to something that's going on. And we often don't know how to have those conversations in a way that doesn't create more trauma. So that professional level training really uh, empowers people to be able to have those better conversations and to create better environments for their clientele to thrive. Fabulous. Now, the next is kind of a two-part question. Mm -hmm. What was the biggest uh, failure you had either in business or personal, and what insight did you gain from it? Oh, gosh. It was a massive failure. This was a business failure. And I'm going to be really naked here and admit that the way that I did business, Rennie, this is before and after the failure. So the failure was actually a gift. Before the failure, I just believed in like fairy sauce. You know, like I had no structures. I had no lawyers. I had nothing. And actually not much happened. I grew and grew and grew and not much happened. So people were kind of shocked that I could survive that long without an incident. But when the incident happened, which means I collaborated with uh, another businesswoman she essentially basically stole my IP. We together generated a large amount of money. She gave me zero of that money and then proceeded to uh, file a lawsuit. Da, 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 and that it didn't go through, but really just kind of bullied me into walking away from the money and the opportunity. And, and that's just actually was her MO mm. post the failure. 
I got a lawyer. <laughs> I incorporated. I didn't only just incorporate. I got a second company that owns all the IP that leases the IP to the main company. You're talking about the intellectual property. Exactly. Which is very valuable. Very, very valuable. So I got really savvy. I do contracts even with friends. And so I have a lot of structure. And now with that structure, the business, of course, has thrived even more and with very little incidents. Beautiful. Yeah. And I think that's so important is to recognize. One of the things I say all the time is wealth creation, and it doesn't matter if it's business growth, relationships, it's a team sport, not a solo sport. Let me ask you, what would you say are the typical feelings that your prospects experience? Yeah, before or after they work with me? <laughs> uh, yeah, before they work with you. Exactly. Because then I'm going to ask you for to give me a case study of a successful outcome. Okay. So, I mean, the age range is massive and the, the issues are very different. And yet the feelings are very similar. There can be overwhelm. There can be hopelessness. There can be frustration, anger, and even fear. And this has to do, think of intimate life and all the challenges that come with that and the baggage that we bring into our relationships and, and then also the aging process because that really affects a lot of people. So, so yeah, overwhelm, stress, uh, hopelessness, fear, anger are the common feelings prior to working with me and what leads someone to usually finding my work. So, well, then let me ask you this. Give me an example of uh, someone who's followed your advice, uh, like a case study, and how things turned out. Yeah. So because this is around intimacy, then the, the case study is around that. So it was a, a woman who was in her early 70s, married, happily married, who had kind of come to a place where she's like, I can't imagine that my sex life is over. I've been through the menopause, but it's just not great. Uh, so when she came, we were blessed to have a gynecologist on board. We did a pelvic exam. She looked like a 70-year-old, okay? A year and a half later, we did a secondary pelvic exam, same doctor. So she keeps a file on everyone. She looked like a 30-year-old internally. So there was incredible rejuvenation. Not only that, her sex life is off the charts, the best she's ever had. And for me, that's exciting because it proves a that with time, things actually can get a lot better. And as you open up to curiosity, do the work. It takes work. If you want to have magnificent sex, it takes some work. So do the work, um, but the results can be incredible and they're going to be long lasting. That's the other aspect that I really like is you're, you're engaged in a pleasure lifestyle, making pleasure important in your lifestyle. That, that makes so much sense. Sayeda, give me an example of how expensive it can be when the intimate relationship isn't working. Yeah. Well, uh, some of my clients are very wealthy. And one in particular, I'm thinking of where he didn't take care of the relationship. The relationship kind of, I don't know, crumbled, divorce happened, and the wife just decided to make his life miserable. I think it was $20 million just in lawyer fees alone. And she wasn't looking for resolution. She wanted him to basically be in pain and suffer the rest of his life and was willing to drag it out for as long as she possibly could. And so I see this actually fairly regularly. So it's very important to attend to that intimate part of life so we don't end up uh, in these kind of 
messes that do impact our wealth and are also our business spirit. So there we have the direct implication if you're not taking advantage of the topic we're discussing. Thank you, Saida. Let me ask you this. Is there a valuable free resource that you can direct people to that could further support them? Absolutely. So we have several. And for women who are interested specifically in sexual health and pelvic health, the Jade, J-A-D-E, egg, E-G-G dot com, the jadeegg.com is a resource where you can get like a free ebook. There's some videos there and just some information because it is a very confusing thing. There's lots of controversy. We try and clear up the controversy and just give you the facts and give you like what actually works. For almost everybody else, if you're interested in a little bit more desire, my uh, website is dareyourdesire.com. And there's also desirethebook.com because everybody has desire. We have a lot of confusion around it. And so you can check out the book or check out the website. There's free resources in the website. Beautiful. I'm, I'll make sure I put those in the uh, show notes. I have thejadeegg.com and dareyourdesire.com. Correct. Okay, beautiful. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would also give great value to those who are listening? Well, we kind of touched at it at the beginning, but it's like, how would my life improve Mm. if I took a little bit of time to actually have a deeper relationship with myself? Now, this is not a question we ask ourselves. We want to make more money. We want to be more successful. We want to find the right relationship. So that would be the question is like, what do I have without anything else, career job persons, just myself, that's a resource. And so that's the question. And the the resource is your desire. Mm. And why is that desires are a motivational force. As we know, if you're thirsty, you get water, you know, if you really want to make something happen, it, it motivates you, but there's something deeper to desire. And desire teaches you about yourself. It will give you a lot of energy. It lights you up. It switches you on. And I found anyone who switched on tends to be more magnetic. And when you're more magnetic and you're more open and curious, you draw a lot of opportunity and you're able to serve people a lot better. Oh, thank you, Saida. And thank you for being on the show. It's been a pleasure. And to my listeners, thank you for tuning in. Next week, we'll have Eric Lofholm who's a corporate sales trainer speaking about what's missing in the sales conversation. You can listen to the Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform and please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you'd like to know how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and what the cure is, then log on to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. You'll hear my TEDx talk and can request a free 27-page roadmap to complete financial choice and receive a weekly email with tips, techniques, or inspiration around your business or money. And if you'd like to see how you can increase your wealth and donate to the causes that touch your heart, please check out our affordable program, Wealth with Purpose, on the wealthonanyincome.com website. Until next week, Be prosperous. Bye-bye for now.